You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Now, when we look at our history, which is mainly written by other schools of thought, it has been mentioned that in year six of the Hijrah, after the Prophet was returning from one of the expeditions, which is called the expedition of Bani Lahyan, the Prophet was coming back after this expedition, he visited the grave of his mother, Amina. But we have disturbing hadiths about what happened after the Prophet visited her. So for instance, As-Sir Al-Halabiyya, which is one of the works on the biography of the Prophet, mentions the following. After the Prophet returns from the expedition of Bani Lahyan, he stops at the village of Al-Abwa. Abwa is between where and where? Mecca and Medina. This is where his blessed mother Amin is buried. The mother of Rasulullah is buried where? In the village of Al-Abwa. So the Prophet sees the grave of his mother. He does wudu, then he cries. All the companions, when they see the Prophet crying in pain, they also cry with him. And then he prays two rakahs. They ask him, why did you cry Ya Rasulullah? What happened? He told them the following, and these are the claims that we have in our history books. He states, I passed by the grave of my mother. I prayed. I asked permission from Allah for me to do istighfar for my mother. Allah prohibited me. Prohibited me. Allah outlawed that for me. I started crying. Again, I prayed to Raka'ah and I begged Allah. I asked Allah, please let me pray for her and ask for forgiveness. Istighfar. This time Allah prohibited me in a very tough and strong way. And that really disturbed me and that's why I started to cry. Then the Prophet said, let's move. Bring my camel, let's move from this area. When he was on the cow, camel, he felt very heavy, he received wahi. Supposedly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals verses 113 and 114 of Surah At-Tawbah. The Prophet and the believers don't have the right and yastaghfiru lil mushrikeen to do istighfar for the mushriks, the pagans. Even if they're your relatives. When it became clear to them that they are the people of hell. Then the Prophet says, according to this hadith, I condemn my mother Aminah. Just like Ibrahim condemned his father, Azar, after he came to know that he is a mushrik. 
Another narration states this happened at the event of Hudaybiyah. So, in both narrations, this happened year six. What's our response to these hadiths? My dear brothers and sisters, one of my goals in the biography course is to defend the legacy and honor of Rasulullah and his family. We have many such narrations in our books. Millions of Muslims read them every year and they accept these traditions. But we have to analyze these traditions and see if they are acceptable or not. So I would like to share several observations about these, you know, so-called claims. Yes. Abu Talib, yes. Well, we've examined that in detail before, but this is one of our responses. Yes, they do. Okay, so what's our full response? Number one, we have proven before and we've demonstrated that the parents of Rasulullah were muwahid. They were believers and they were not mushrikeen. We've already stated the proof, so no need to repeat that. Therefore, whenever you find such a hadith, you know it's fabricated. Because it's claiming that Amina was a mushrika. Whereas we have evidence that we've shared before that his parents are muwahids. So this is one. Number two. Verses 113 and 114 of Surah at is the claim that they were revealed. When was Surah at revealed? According to historians, at the very end. Surah at was one of the very last surahs that Allah revealed in the Holy Quran. Now this event is year six of the Hijrah. Surah at was revealed years later maybe year 9 of the Hijrah, year 10 of the Hijrah, but it was revealed several years later. So it doesn't chronologically match this incident. They claim that these two verses of Surah At-Tawbah were revealed about the Prophet visiting the grave of his mother Amina. He did that year 6. Or as Surah At-Tawbah was not revealed yet year 6. So here something doesn't match. That's the second observation. The third observation, Previously, we examined the battle of Banu Mustalaq, right? At the battle of Banu Mustalaq, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals Surah Al-Munafiqun about, you know, Abdullah ibn Ubay and the other Munafiqs. Verse 6 of Surah Al-Munafiqun, which was revealed before this incident of the Prophet visiting the grave of his mother states, Sawa'un alayhim, astaghfarta lahum, am lam tastaghfir lahum, Allah's talking about the evil hypocrites. Allah is saying, look, whether you ask for forgiveness for the munafiqeen or you don't, it doesn't make a difference because Allah will never forgive them. These munafiqeen, there's no point in asking for their forgiveness because Allah has condemned them for what they're doing. Question, if Rasulullah just days ago, he was warned by Allah, that there is no point in doing istighfar for a munafiq. He's going to come and do the istighfar for a mushrika. What's the difference between munafiq and a mushrik? Both of them don't have faith. If Allah just warned you, look, these people, munafiqeen, they have no iman. So you can't do istighfar for them. Next day you come and you do istighfar for another mushrik. Even if it's your mother, you wouldn't do that. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just warned you and he revealed a verse in the Holy Quran. It doesn't really make sense for the Prophet to do istighfar for her if she was really a mushrika. See, something here does not add up. 
The Prophet is aware that you cannot do istighfar for these evil enemies of God the Munafiqeen or any mushrik who died on the path of shirk. Yes. Yes, they say that they will not get the shafa'ah of Rasulullah. They deny that because they died as a mushrik. The Prophet cannot do shafa'ah for them anymore. That's their claim. The fourth point is what the brother referred to. Don't Sunnis claim that these two verses of Surah At-Tawbah were revealed about Abu Talib? They claim in Bukhari that when Abu Talib was dying, the Prophet told him, Ya Am, you supported me. Please say the shahada he refused. Say the shahada he refused. So he died as a mushrik, they claim. And Allah revealed this verse to condemn Abu Talib. Now, we mentioned when we talked about that, Abu Talib passed away in Mecca. In Mecca, there was no trace of Surah At-Tawbah. Surah At-Tawbah was revealed at least 10 years after Abu Talib passed away. <laughs> and they claim, Bukhari claims that it was revealed about Abu Talib. You know, sometimes when you fabricate, you forget the context. As they say, a liar has no memory. The one who fabricated it, he found a nice verse. It's like, yeah, it's talking about not doing istighfar for mushrikeen, even if they're your relatives. Let's apply this to Abu Talib. Abu Talib passed away at least 10 years before these verses were revealed. So how are you going to implement them? Allah is going to send verses 10, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to send a verse 10 years after an incident? That's not how it happens. This is not how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works in the Holy Quran. When something happens, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly addresses it. So we mentioned before that they have claimed that this is about Abu Talib. So which is it? Is it about Amina? Is it about Abu Talib? You can see the contradictions already. And when you have such contradictions, you automatically know that the hadith is fabricated.